0: Good morning and welcome to the Daily with Sil Stein through Anchor FM, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. I am Sil Stein. Welcome to the show. I hope everyone's, first of all, having a great day. Happy Thursday. I've been doing really, really well, trying to work more on this podcast, trying to work on my podcast voice, or trying to anyway. I hope you all are having a splendid, awesome day And I hope that um, whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're at work or you're at home or um, you are just enjoying your day, you're enjoying your cup of coffee, I I tend, you know, like I said, which I also present the Coffee Chronicles on the daily whistle stein through Anchor FM. But I wanted to do a show today um, because I haven't really done one and talk to you, give you updates on what I'm going to be doing with the daily channel. Uh, which is on Instagram. If you don't follow me yet, it's uh, at the daily with Sil Stein. Um, And that is uh, my channel for the daily through Anchor FM. And I have videos. I have the hashtag the daily with Sil Stein where you can follow um, my interviews and stuff I've done. um, And you can check out the different episodes through Anchor FM. You could also find them through the different platforms that it is offered in. It'll tell you all on Anchor FM. And I'm working on a newsletter. Hopefully it'll be out for September. I was hoping August, but for September, we'll have a newsletter for the Daily Whistle Stein. And I'm I'm working on different things. Also, my book, a Battered Mind. I am trying to update my other books, getting them formatted properly. Well, Closure's is already done, but I'm trying to update it to Ingram Spark. That's turned into a whole uh, set of problems because when you upload the the uh, wraparound, which is was done amazingly by Natasha Brown. Shout out to her and her amazing work. Natasha Brown, you're amazing. And, uh, you know, uh, she prepared uh, this amazing cover. I met her through the amazing author, best-selling author, Melissa Foster and her uh, Melissa's Awesome Support Team with the World Literary Cafe. I met uh, Natasha Brown. I've met um, Emerald Barnes. I met um, Chrissy Parker. Shout out to her as well. Um, all of them, and the late Andrea Bugensky, an uh, another amazing author, she was awesome um I met so many others belinda which Witz, uh whichhausen McGrath, I hope I'm not mispronouncing that belinda um gemma Wilford, a bunch of amazing ladies that I met there Saskado, uh rain cullen, all these amazing uh, amazing women that I met now I left anybody out. I do apologize. Um, I and uh, through them, I was able to find the cover for these amazing books uh, My Closure, uh, Chasing Clarity, and The Diary of the Broken Fathers, the amazing Natasha Brown. And then, um, uh, now I'm working with uh, Michael Dangerman with Battered Mind. Shout out to Michael Dangerman, he's an amazing tattoo artist in Michigan, uh, and uh, he's my husband's cousin, but he does amazing work. You can find him at michael dangerman or mike dangerman on instagram i'll try to put the links there you can check out all his work and my cover for batter mine is amazing as well and uh but i wanted to kind of come on here to kind of share you know what's up with the daily whistle stein what i'm gonna have and um i'm gonna be working on a jingle for the show my husband's gonna help me with that shout out to my amazing husband jeremy stein love you babe and uh, and I'm gonna have a uh, different segment of of when I do the writing tips show the interviews for authors editors uh, talk about my own author journey talk about Broadway shows, uh, talk about TV shows, different things for the Daily Whistle Stein. So, and we'll still enjoy our, our coffee, of course. And I'm going to be doing all of that and uh, doing giveaways as well. So stay tuned for all of that. But I just kind of wanted to come on here to kind of share that and read you a little excerpt of my of what I've been working on um, in, at the end of the show. It's not going to be very long, but... I'm going to read you a little excerpt of what I've been working on for my thriller, Battered Mind. Um, And I'm putting more effort into it. I want to send a big shout out to my dear friend and sister, uh, Lisa Godoy, for uh, being so gracious as to have my children over to her house. My son, Paul, my son, Michael, my daughter, Connie, and and she's going to be taking them today. Through the weekend, my husband and I do have a wedding uh, of a school co-worker friend, Donna. Uh, She'll be getting married, and we're going to head over there on Saturday. And she was gracious enough to take my children. I'll still have Buddy, our dog, but we're probably going to take him uh, on Saturday through the pooch pad so he can stay from there through Sunday so he won't feel by himself. But he'll be here with me for the time being. But I wanted to say thank you lisa godoy Sergio godoy you all are awesome your kids are awesome maverick gunner nina and god bless you guys for being so amazing and i hope daisy is feeling much much better their dog daisy was not feeling too good so sending well wishes and and prayers for uh, their dog daisy and hello to sea bear their german shepherd so and all their chicks or the chickens that they have uh, but I wanted to also send a big shout out to Shannon and Lillian, Say saying hello to my dear friends and sisters, uh, Shannon and Lillian, and uh, their uh, pets, Kiki, as well as Oliver, their cats, Oliver, Rosie, and I think they have two new cats, kitty cats. But uh, sending well wishes to all of you, and all my friends back home in Bronzeville, Texas, my mom, and my sisters, brothers, in and Texas and Odessa. My brother Raymond, his lovely wife and children, in Odessa. You know my brother Mark and um, New Braunfels, and uh, and his family as well. My sister-in-law and her, her, their children. Um, my sister Frances and Rick and their and my beautiful niece Doris. Um, Also, uh, my brother, Ephra, and his daughter, Katia, and Idalia in South Padre Island, and and Ephra over here in uh, Odessa, Midland, just like where my brother Raymond is, my brother Ray in Bronzeville, my my sister, Erica, and my wonderful brother-in-law, Joe, and of course, Nicholas, who's my godson um, nephew. And also little Roland and Callie Flores, Roland Flores, Callie Flores, Rolando Flores, Sela, my godmother, and their newest baby, Dominic Francis, God bless him. And all the wonderful people that tune in to the show, my friends at school at Fuqua Barina Elementary, and uh, all the wonderful people that I know, sending love to everybody. And we'll be right back so I can um, tell you about, you know, what's coming up in the scene book. And then I'll go into my author journey to try to read you a little excerpt. We'll be right back to the Daily with Silstein, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. We'll be back. now we're back to the Daily with Silstein, which also presents the Copy Chronicles. And now I'm going to go into the Scene Book, A Primer for the Fiction Writer by author Sandra Schofield. This book was really, really helpful when I was taking creative writing at school. Um, I was in one of my classes that I had. The scene is the most vivid and immediate part of the story. It is the scene that a writer captures. The heart and imagination of the reader. Every scene has an event. Every scene has a function in the narrative. Every scene has a structure. A beginning, middle, and end. Every scene has a pulse. And this is where I learned about pulses and what they are. But right now we were at, I think. Trying to see where we were at. think we're gonna start the scene book or the scene primer the basic event and meaning beats the focal point okay we're gonna start recommended movies I'm just going to start here. Four basic scene elements. Every scene has an event and emotion. Every scene has a function. Every scene has a structure. And every scene has a pulse. So let's start. In a scene, there is event and emotion. We could say, in a scene, characters do things and feel things. We could say, in a scene, characters act and react. Okay, and then then we have, every scene has a structure, a beginning, middle, and end. But what I found most interesting in her book is, every scene has a pulse. Some, it says, some vibrancy in the story makes the scene live on the page and makes it matter to the reader. I am calling it a pulse. Sometimes the pulse is subtle, and sometimes it beats like a tom-tom but it is always present in a scene. Look for it, dig for it, massage it, burn incense to it if you must. Without it, your scene is a whimper. I have found in my workshops that writers come up with their own ways, excuse me, of describing this phenomenon, altering it for different kinds of scenes. Here are some of the phrases that they have suggested to describe what, is, what it is that gives a scene. It's sine qua non. Here we go. An engine, a thumping heart, a question hanging, a key turning, a stone that causes ripples in water, a knot that unravels, a moment frozen, then shattered. An ember bursts into flame, or dying. A, uh, what's it? a bud that blooms. A life force, a thrumping, a flame of desire. I like all of these, and you could probably come up with descriptions of your own, because they indicate the energy coming from the pulse and driving the scene. Sometimes the nature of the pulse is established in the opening of a scene, in what we call the setup. But this is by no means always. So, by by this is by no means always so. Sorry, often it simply exists, trumping beneath the action, causing tension. It may be carried over from an earlier scene. It is something that you, the reader, bring to the scene of the of if the writer has built expectations. Let me make the subtle distinction between Pulse and Tension, which I will discuss more in a later section. Pulse is emotional, an attitude, a state of desire or need. Tension is built from action, it arises from Pulse, but it must be created through conflict, whereas Pulse is a kind of steady state, awaiting the trigger to escalate it. So for example, let's say I want more than anything to be a writer. I neglect other aspects of my life, my relationships, to make time for my writing. I eat fast food and never go to the movies. That ambition is the pulse. Finally, there's a big argument, a scene with my lover who says, if I'm not going to be more available to him, he's going to move out and find someone who is. Now there's tension. You should be able to state for yourself the pulse of the scene you have written, to be sure that you developed it and were true to it. Read many scenes and articles and articulate, sorry, the nature of the pulse in each one. On a second pass, ask, where did awareness of the pulse begin in the story? So then she gives these exercises. They're on page 18. Write freely without worrying too much about shaping a passage. For now, it is most important to recognize scenes for what they are. You will see that these exercises can be done many times and you will become better at them. So intersected scene. Reflect on something you have seen that made you curious about what you did not see. The rest of what happened. Think of the observed action as a moment near the end of the scene. What might have happened just before. Or think of it as a moment early in the scene. What will happen next? Answering one of these questions will launch a story idea. And so let's say you were reflecting on something, like it says, reflect on something you have seen that made you curious about what you did not see. A lot of times it could be as easy as you're going about your day and you go decide to go to the grocery store and you happen to see an argument break out in the parking lot. But you're not aware of what happened. There's, and then you see that cops got involved or, or there's people bickering. There are times that you may have missed already what happened. Or you see the ambulance passing by and near and it sounds so close to your house. You're wondering what may have happened. It's as simple as that. It's kind of like this reminds me of the book by Paula Hawkins and uh, the girl on the train. The main character, Rachel, was so curious about this other woman's life, Megan, I think, because her own life had fallen into shambles. And then you have to follow the story and and her drinking gets in the way and all these things. It's as simple as that, that where we we get curious and we want to know and we want to describe what we're seeing. So that may be something you all can work on. And then there's memories in three. Reflect on a memory of an event from your life. Think about, wh- think about why the memory stays with you. Perhaps something changed for you afterward. Maybe the incident was unusual and never happened again. Maybe it was so ordinary as to represent a long chain of moments in your life. Tell what happened in three short sentences, a beginning, middle, and end. Then take one of the sentences and write a short paragraph it takes you directly into the place, time, people, and feeling, feelings. Moment by moment, tell what happened. You have entered the scene. What is its pulse? So she already said that a pulse is kind of like a reaction type of thing. Where, um, I think she says that she wanted to be a writer. Okay, hold Give me a second here. She says... Let's make a distinction between pulse and tension. She says pulse is emotional. And then the tension is what happens. Like for example, if she neglects her lover, that's tension. Because she's so focused on writing, which is the pulse that's driving her. And and the tension is what happens in the relationship that that person may or may not have. So, uh, those are... Two quick things for the scene book, a primer for the fiction writer by author Sandra Schofield. And we'll be right back. Now we're back to The Daily with Silstein which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. And I'm re- going to read you a little excerpt of my book, Chasing Clarity, a YA. I'm going to read you a little scene because we we're talking about the scene book and see if you can picture the scene in your mind. Chapter three. A year had passed and I still can't help but cry as I recalled getting word of Leo's passing and the days that came after. I struggled to get out of bed the morning of Leo's funeral. I dreaded being around everyone, not to mention Leo's parents. After all, the Dancies and I were so close. It was so hard to look in their eyes and not break down. I felt helpless. I needed to keep it together. This has been like some horrible nightmare. How can this be happening? We had just graduated from high school in June. This makes no sense. Oh goodness, I want to scream so loud and just disappear. Outside my room, I heard my dad talking to Leo's parents. They were crying. I wish I had been able to hug them, but I was too weak and still in shock. I really don't remember what happened after that. I think I fell into a deep sleep. I wish I could have stayed that way. In my dreams, Leo was with me and nothing had changed. We held hands as we walked outside the school. He smiled at me and then placed his varsity jacket around my shoulders. I could tell by the trees swaying around us that it is cold. Halloween decorations adorned the outside of the school building. It was October. And that's all I'm going to read there. That's from Chasing Clarity, a YA that I've written or published in 2015 and I'm recently updating it so that way I can um, try to get my books to Ingham Spark which is I'm still working on that and hopefully I'll have all my books Closure, Chasing Clarity, The Diary of Broken Father and hopefully my new book Battered Mind I'll have published by next year I'm hoping and not sooner but I'll keep you all posted And I'll be right back with a wrap-up, and I will read a little excerpt of my thriller, Battered Mind. And thank you for joining me on The Daily, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. Have a happy uh, Thursday, and we'll be right, right back with a wrap-up. And now we're back. To the Daily with Silstein Stein through Anchor FM, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. And I hope you got a little feeling of what Mia is going through. It talks about grief, a young woman losing the, uh, Leo and, and, and her emotions and dealing with all of that and, and finding strength and all of this stuff is happening with her. I hope you got to feel that a little bit in the little bit I read. And I'll, I'll share more in another show. But I really hope that kind of helped with what we were talking about, the pulse and the tension. Uh, the pulse is, you know, Mia and what she's facing, and the tension is her having to have to come to terms with the loss and and having to deal with all of that at a young age, just coming out of high school and losing, uh, you know, her sweetheart, her high school sweetheart, her boyfriend, and and finding the courage to move on. And, and it, it's, it's one of, you know, it, it's, it, when I wrote the story, I, I remember back in, uh, I think it was 2013. I think I've talked about this before. Um, the show that I love Glee lost, uh, a, a big, big, uh, cast member or, uh, had a big loss in, in their cast member. Corey Monteith, who played Finn Hudson, he passed away um, due to a drug overdose. It was unfortunate, uh, accidental overdose, and I'm not going to get into the those details. Just that there was it was a huge loss, and it was it was very hard on the Glee cast members, especially Leah Michelle and all his family, his mother, his people that loved him, and all the cast and stuff. And I remember feeling so down and. And and, uh, and it's just so sad um, when he passed, and then uh, of course uh, when he passed, and then uh, then there was uh, I think National Novel Month came on in November of that year, and I started thinking of an idea of what I was you know of what I was feeling and working and trying to work on another book and feeling really down when I heard because I found out. The morning, and my sister's messaging me because you know how much I love the show. So I found out I had just watched an episode the night before that Saturday. I was watching a Christmas episode or something, and then uh, my sister's like, "Oh no! Guess what happened? Cory Monteith, you know, passed away, and all this stuff." And I, I began to feel like, "What would you know? How would Leah Michelle feel? How would all the people that loved him and..." I started writing this story called Clarity at the time because I got inspired by the song uh, Clarity by Zed and Foxes. And I would hear it and I would just cry and it, and it, it got me really, really sad. And, and you know, and uh, I remember thinking, you know, people losing people they love and how it feels and started, the story came, you know, to me in a, like a rough draft. For National Novel Month in November. I wrote it, finished it. Uh, I finished the 50,000 words. It was all like all over the place. And then I started working on editing it and published it in 2015 and created Chasing Clarity because I felt like the character of Mia, I created the story of Mia, Leo, and their journey and her, you know, being a dancer and trying to move forward. I just kind of added other elements, but. The inspiration behind it was the tragedy of Glee, which maybe maybe not a lot of people know, and uh, and then I was able to uh, de- rededicate the book when it came out in 2015. Um, I had, uh, I, had to- I had published it, and then in 2017, when I had the um, I had this book event to go to in October. Well, that year, 2017, I lost one of my dearest friends. Uh, and sisters for life. Uh, she was my uh, my best friend, Eloisa Vanessa Flores, uh, who is, uh, her and I grew up in Bronzeville, Texas. And and uh, we, you know, we grew up in, you know, her, my sister Fran and I were like always stuck together as, as, you know, growing up together from the age of, I think we were in fourth grade, third, fourth grade, but we knew her family even before then. My sister befriended her one time in the summer and we became really good friends. And her mom and, you know, Sela, who's my godmother and my grandmother, and then my mom, all of us, you know, we went through tough times growing up and they were always there. And uh, she, you know, she we went through so much together. Then I moved to North Carolina. Then of course, you know, her son Roland became like my son. Um, she had him in, back in, um, I think it was 1998. He And now he himself is a father. Um, and he has his own baby. Shout out to uh, Roland and his beautiful wife, Callie, and Roland, big Roland and Sella. But unfortunately, Eloisa uh, that year in February passed away. Um, and uh, she had dealt with some health ailments. But it came suddenly and shockingly. And, um, and then uh, that year when I was republishing my book or had it had some books redone. I rededicated the book to her and and the loss that I felt because to me she'll always she's always with me, uh no matter what in my heart. And there's not a day that I don't think of her. And all those that we lost they're always with us. Um and I dedicated that story to her. But I you know, that's the inspiration that I had. Um the the loss of Finn and because like in at the end of the day you know these stars are also human beings and as all human beings they make mistakes and things happen and and uh and unfor- it's unfortunate that loss because Cory Monteith was a wonderful actor wonderful person and you know it 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 we lose sometimes you know there's some losses that are just so hard to even fathom and uh and it is it's just hard i love how glee didn't deal with how he died they did pay a tribute to him um um, it's called the quarterback and uh and they and they never addressed why he died on the show which i thought was very respectful um the only reason i mentioned it because it is out there anyway but he did uh he did uh, pass away and he was a wonderful it was he was a wonderful person still is and. It's unfortunate that he his he, he passed away, but that was the inspiration behind that book, Chasing Clarity, and uh then I rededicated it to my dear friend and sister for life, Eloisa. So anyway, we'll be uh that's the wrap up, but I wanted to end with the uh, and may he rest in peace always, all our loved ones, and uh now I'm gonna go into i'll be right back so we can do the um i'll read you a little bit of enough and i'll do the wrap up here at the end because i kind of went rambling on here um i'm gonna go ahead and do another wrap up for the excerpt of battered mind we'll be right back Now we're back to the daily with Sil Stein, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. And now we have. I'm gonna read you an excerpt of my book Better Mind. Give me a moment here. Just trying to get organized here. Should do a better job, but I have not. Give me a moment. I'm trying to read what I have and I hope you're having a happy Thursday okay let's start here secrets here here it begins when a secret forms it begins small one secret builds up into another and then another one each secret keeping the other alive until eventually many have been created That is hard to tell. Then it's hard to tell where it all begins. I always thought secrets were kept to our, where we kept to ourselves, we kept them to ourselves, never to reveal them. I believed that by keeping a secret, that meant that the truth would never hurt or even haunt me. But it turns out I was wrong. I know because these secrets have consumed within me, and they have been tearing away at me. Each time I close my eyes, everything I try to keep inside feels like it's coming out. My heart beats fast and the bad feelings take over me. I begin to feel a cold chill. I Then I begin to feel a cold chill overtaking my body. I'm a prisoner in my own head, and I don't know where to turn. And that is some of what I've written from Battered Mind. I'm still working on the chapter, and this is uh, Sadie Martin-Carlyle, which is my main, main protagonist of the book, and this is the book Battered Mind by me, Sylvia Stein, copyright 2022, and hopefully... It'll get published sooner than later. I hope everyone's had a great, great Thursday. And thank you for letting me chat with you today on the Daily Whistle Stein through Anchor FM, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that next week I'll have some authors for you. I'm working on trying to get a couple of them at least for next week or maybe two or three, but for sure, maybe two. And uh, I'll let you give you more insight on that, hopefully this weekend, so you'll know who will be on the show. But I hope that you all have an amazing day. Don't forget to check out at The Daily with Sil Stein on Instagram. Uh, go ahead and check out my po- my podcast, The Daily with Sil Stein through Anchor FM, which also presents the Coffee Chronicles through Anchor FM and other platforms. And thank you again for joining me today. I hope you all have an amazing Thursday. Keep enjoying your coffee. Keep enjoying your day and happy Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Have a blessed one.